In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. We're back. It's just me in the studio today. So I thought, why not? Let's fire off a mock draft and let's see how it goes. We're just going to do a few rounds. We're not going to go all the way through, but we're going to go for it. Uh, today, I'm using the Draft Networks board, their predictive board. We'll try with loads of different ones. So first up, um, it's run through to pick 26. We're not going to do trades or anything else. Um, the value of the board at the minute, looking at the top players, strong safety, JOK, Quitty Pay, Edge, Azizo Jalari, Edge. Um, there's a running back, there's Joe Tryon, Edge. Um, and then there's some other bits. There's Eric Stokes, cornerback. The value is very much in the edge position. And I'm just going to take, I think he'll be the first edge off the board in the draft. And for me, it's that guy. And that's Quitty Pay. The reason why I think he's just a great pick is because you've got Clowney, you've got um, Tack, neither of them are here long term. Quitty Pay can come in and he's your long term answer opposite Garrett. Um, then, hey, if Tack's solid, you can keep him around, but you're not under pressure to pay these guys big money. And Edge is one of the three positions where over 50% of the great players, so we're talking top 25% of performers according to PFF, come in the first round. I've got a piece coming out on that um, before the draft, but it's certainly a position of value they're paid massive money in free agency so it's not one you can go get in free agency long term opposite miles garrett so we're going to draft quitty pay in there um and for me it's very much a wide receiver sort of possibility but i'm very much tied to it's going to be an edge or it's going to be a cornerback otherwise um and it just makes too much sense because that's the position as the browns need to focus on moving forward so Next up, a size still on the board if we wanted to wait. Um, you've got Nixon, you've got linebacker Cox, you've got Sante Samuel, cornerback. Um, you've got a few other bits and pieces in there. We're just going to pull up the cornerbacks because, hey, for me, that's a position. Still need to focus on. So you've got Sante Samuel, who's their 60th ranked, Elijah Molden, 70th, um, Melifonwu, 78th, Tyson Campbell, 81st. Paulson Adebo, 91, and Benjamin Sinjust, 97. So looking at that group there, just going to look at some of the cornerbacks and just sort of decide, hey, where is it I want to go? Eric Stokes would, hey, it'd been ideal, but he's gone well before that. Um, you've then got Milafonwu, who's incredible testing numbers. And I, I just think he's the direction over Asante Samuel purely just because of that height, um, you've got Malafonwu six foot three. You've got Sante Samuel's five foot ten. Um, you want something slightly different opposite um, Ward, and let's see where we go. And hey, there's plenty of other times you can come back get other guys. Um, he's nice and young still. Um, Twenty two point four come week one. So I'm going to go with Malafonwu there. 
at pick 59. Then we're left with lots of options. We've basically got an open board potentially with this pick in the third round. Um, we could have looked at wide receiver. It might have been something worth looking at that pick, but I wanted to definitely get a corner just because, hey, we haven't got anyone. So looking at the value and sort of where the board falls, wide receiver is that big next target for us because, hey, we need to improve that depth. We need to have answers going forward. Um, so let's sort of have a flick through. Unfortunately, Amron St. Brown, when Washington picked him up, he was certainly one of interest. Um, so next names are um, Nico Collins, Dwayne Eskridge, um, a wide receiver. We've got some other guys there. But if we're just going to zero in on wide receiver out of interest, um, yeah, it's Nico Collins and Eskridge are the, the big two. We've then got some other guys further down the board. Atwell Derby, Seth Williams. Um, if we can look between Nico Collins and Dwayne Eskridge. Dwayne Eskridge is over the age threshold that we're going to work with. So you'd probably favour Nico Collins there. But I can't say I'm jumping with joy to go draft him. Um we look at maybe safety there's no one there sort of jumping again off the page Andre Cisco is available um, so it could certainly be a player we go for so if we go back to wide receiver I think Nico Collins is probably the guy you go for um, just to see hey if you pick him up can he develop into what we want um, 22.5 come week one in the season so he's not old. Um, don't have a relative athletic score, which is unfortunate because it's something, hey, I like to judge if I can get players with seven, at least a 6.66 or higher. You're in line with the Browns. I think they'd like a seven upwards. So let's go and just put Nico Collins in. And then if we jump over to safety next and just try to address that hole, um, Andre Cisco is probably the guy I'm going to go for. Is free safety there? Um, he's, he's just got he's got talent. He gives you that option deeper, um, and then you can do some other stuff because you can move safeties around. And people will be like, "Oh yeah, but we've got three good safeties." And the question is, and then what's behind it? Because what you can't afford to do is have one of them guys go down again, and then you're sat there going, mm, "Well." what am I going to do because I've just lost the way my team's set up. So that's gone. Next, I know this is going to please Ian. I'm going to go over the guy that the Browns have spoke to just because I, th I think it's an important addition for them there. And the guy that stands out is Alin McNeil. Defensive tackle, um, very much a one-tech Um late on the board here which is quite nice he's here at 110 um and he he's just going to come in and yeah he hopefully can develop into your starting one tech for four years um so when billings moves on you're not needing to go in a different direction there's not really anyone else here that i'm chomping at the bit to draft because hey i'm not a massive fan of your defensive tackles um putting draft value in but we're in the fourth round, so it's not that important here. 
Um, but it leaves you with a nice room that you're pretty happy with overall. Um, other places we're looking, hey, a, a linebacker is useful in this range if there's someone you like. Um, offensive tackle would be someone you're realistically looking at. You can double dip again at corner. Um, could certainly be one you look to invest more in. Offensive tackle. Um, let's just double check the board. Um, walk a little is still available. So that's certainly one that piques my interest um, for someone that the Browns should, at this point of the draft, That that's someone that, yeah, I, I certainly think about that. Um, you've got Brendan Jameis, who certainly can wait a little bit longer and go there. Um, but walk a little is certainly pique my interest if I'm looking at offensive tackle. If I'm looking at linebacker, there's no one really jumping off the page for me yet at this point. Um, you Monty Rice, you can't. Monty Rice is still there. So you you could go for Monty Rice. Um, and then it just comes into that debate of, hey, what am I more excited about? Walking away with an offensive tackle who's my three that could eventually develop into a starter? Or am I talking about, hey, what I really want is another linebacker who's going to be my fourth linebacker? I'm going to go and take walk a little. I, I just think that's a great value there um, for someone that who knows what their long-term plan is. If they want to extend Wills, then maybe Conklin isn't around forever. Um, Conklin could easily go down. Hey, Conklin goes down week one. What, what's your plan for the rest of the season? Um, so let's get ahead of that and go, right, we really like our room here. We've got other options. It doesn't matter that he's got injured. Because um, obviously, hey, you don't want to lose Conklin, but you've got to have a backup plan that you feel confident in. Next, we've got Garrett Wallow, who's still there, so I'm not keen to rush a linebacker just yet. If we pull up our corners for day two, I know Gowan is one many fans like. I just can't see it. He's much older than the Browns that ideally want to draft. Um, is Andre Thomas still there? No, he's gone. So that's potentially one they could be interested in. Um, Diamador Lenore. Um, could, could be one that piques their interest here. Um, certainly someone, if they wanted to wait even longer, then you've got someone like, like um, Marco, Will, uh, Marco Wilson. Um, but that very much in the seventh round. Um, it's 5'11", Leonor. So it's just looking at your options. And yeah, once you get into this range, whoever you draft, good chance they don't actually make the roster. Um, so you, you want to try target ones where there's going to be a great chance. Um, you could look at tight end as well here. Looking at who's the top-rated tight ends. You've got Bates. You've got McKitty. Um, Bates, I don't have an age on, but McKitty could certainly pique a bit of interest. So I, I think that's your sort of choices here. And it's where it gets quite interesting of, hey, what are they going to go chasing? 
is it this tight end? Is it a linebacker? Is it another corner? I'm going to say, let's look at offense. I've taken offensive tackle. Um, let's take cornerback, Diamador Lenore. Uh, why not double stack at corner? We didn't pick up one yet in free agency. So working on that basis, obviously, hey, post-draft, if they don't go with him, they could go, actually, let's get on the phone and see if Stephen Nelson wants to take a one-year deal. Um, because I, I think, why not? If you want to take a punt on someone, get them in and let's see what they can do. Um, we're just cycling through. We're, we're keeping really good time, so I'm going to try to do all the picks. Um there's no one really jumping out to me at linebacker here. Trey McKitty's just gone, which is a shame. At a tight end. Um, Garrett Wallow went to the Panthers at 193. So there's some guys that I would have liked. Um, we could certainly be looking at another safety here. Did we even pick up a safety? Yeah, we picked up. Andre Cisco, but we could look to more of a strong safety here because, hey, we, we do have space in this room. Um, the reason for that is that we haven't really got anyone locked in behind um, the three starters. And if you, you could add two draft picks um, and then see where it goes. But no one's jumping off there. In terms of the linebackers at this point, Linebacker rankings, day three. Um, you've got some guys like Buddy Johnson, etc. But I'm not really looking to that, take them at 2.11. I think we can wait a little bit longer. Um, in terms of tight ends, there's people we can wait. There's one running back that piques my interest. And he is over my age threshold. And people, obviously, you've heard me chat about this age threshold being important. And that's Chris Evans. Chris Evans just intrigues me. Um, he's a guy that I think can do a lot. I know he went to Michigan. Don't get too upset with me. Um, but let's see what where he can go. Because at pick 211, I don't care that the age is higher because I'm never giving a second deal to a running back if I'm running the front office. So let's pick him up and give him a shot and see how it works out. Um, oh, I used all my picks. Oh, for some reason, I didn't get my final pick. I must have set it up as a six-round mock rather than a seventh. But just to run through, we've got Quitty Pay Edge at 26. We've got Melifonwu, cornerback, 59. We've got Nico Collins, wide receiver, 89. 91, we've got safety, Andre Sisko. At 110, we've got Aline McNeil, defensive tackle. 132, we've got Walker Little, offensive tackle. 169, we've got Diamador Lenore, cornerback. At 211, we've got Chris Evans, running back. And then if I would have got my final pick, I was probably going linebacker, and I'd have gone probably for Buddy Johnson. Um just because of a 9.23 relative athletic score of, hey, you're really, really athletic. Let's see what you can do. And uh, if you just ended up as a special teamer for four years, I'm perfectly fine with that. So that's where I was looking for a draft. 
Um, just a really interesting task. We're going to play around. We're going to do all the different ones. So we'll have a play on this one. We'll have a play on a PFF. We'll have a play with Pro Football Network. We'll have a play um, over at the guys at the Mock Draft Database. So it'll give you a different sample. And the reason why we wanted to do our model before of going through and working through is because we are averaging them all off because the danger of some of these mocks is one mock draft isn't as high on everyone, whereas everyone else is, say, got a guy going at 59 and then one place has got him at 110. Well, every time you do a mock, you're taking that guy at 110 because you're like, oh, he's an awesome value. And then people get in their heads of, oh, yeah, I'll get this guy at 110. And then on draft night, he goes at 59, where he's rumoured in all the other mocks. Um, and you just end up looking a bit silly that you've got this guy pegged in and banging the table for him at pick, um, say, 110. So that's why we just wanted to sort of steer away from them. But they are a fun exercise just to sort of play around with at the end. So we'll be looking at hopefully running backs at some point. Um, might even dabble in a bit of day three quarterbacks, sort of UDFAs probably, um, because they'll bring in a fourth quarterback for camp. And um, yeah, they could certainly take a pick on day six or seven. Sorry, round six or seven, or just wait until undrafted free agent and grab one. So someone else will be on the roster. There's always four for camp and uh, that will be no surprise at all. They're probably not going to use a pick because there's no real chance they're going to trade Case Keenum away or eat his dead cap. So Case Keenum is pretty much locked in as the backup. But that's everything today. Um, thanks, as always, for listening. My Twitter is at Jack Duffin, D-U-F-F-I-N. Feel free to drop me any questions, any ideas for shows in this week till we run up to um, the first round. Um, we're going to do one probably looking at all the guys that we think are definitely going to be off the board at 26, just because... There's uh, in the mock I did say Quitty Pay fell. I can't see Quitty Pay there. I've got money on him to be the first defensive lineman drafted because I, I think he will go first. I know Benjamin Albright tweeted about him going first. And lots of talk about things like Vikings. So, all the best guys, and as always, go Browns.